Super Mom MD, Mother Determined, not your mother's podcast. This is a podcast about juggling motherhood, career, dating, and going into your 40s. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello! Um, COVID bangs right now because you know I love the them a lot actually. So they're worse than even last week. I feel like they're just getting longer and longer and longer. Yes. Yeah, so um, I love like if you guys are like listening, you yours are gonna be like better. mine. Oh, see, I think people during COVID are so smart not to have bangs. So I'm gonna highly recommend you guys not watch us but listen just because it's gonna be interesting for this COVID. <laughs> What's gonna we're gonna start looking like? <laughs> I, but so no, I I think I think if you want to be more entertained, you should go see uh, what both of our hair looks like right now because I've been <laughs> box coloring my hair, um, so that also looks weird. Um, okay, so today we are talking about something super cool. We are talking about how to know your calling, um, yes. which I find that I'm still finding out and figuring out uh, plus forty. So, but before we get into that, let's talk about our RX from last week. Um, we had kind of a humorous RX from last week. We were talking uh-huh. about five things never to say to another mom and about yeah. all the things that people will say to you off the cuff. And so I thought that we should uh, prescribe our listeners to um, say something funny or sarcastic in response um, when someone comes up to you and says, who's watching your kid while you're out or working or, hey, you look really tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, basically be thanks. a smart ass is what we were telling you to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 thanks, Jenny. I appreciate that. Your input is what I was expecting and looking forward to all day long. Um, so did, you do, now, did, did you have to be a smart ass to anybody? I mean, I feel like I, that's just co- sort of comes naturally. So <laughs> I feel about me too. I was trying to think about that <laughs> for the show. I was like, Okay, I'm sure I did at least once, you know, but like, um, you know, usually like um, I'm a smart ass and I hate to say it, like if I do have to go into a store and, you know, everybody is like super on edge and of course I'm taking all the precautions. So please don't email me some rude thing because I swear I am um, and I'm totally taking this seriously and I have a kid with an autoimmune. So don't, you know, judge me on that. Um, However, I feel like people like in the stores now are just so in a bad mood and like they're just nobody wants to be there and, and I get it. However, uh, we're there and we might as well make the best of it, right? And so usually I am kind of a smart ass when it comes to things, you know, however, I might just be more, you know, uh, I'm joking with a very straight face and I'm smiling, you know, um, but I don't know if they're smiling because they're wearing masks. So I have like absolutely you, you no can, idea. You have no idea. Yeah, but just Do you going find off that when you're wearing a mask, <laughs> Do you find that when you're wearing a mask, you try and make your eyes cream? Yeah, I was so like that this. People know like, that you're smiling. I actually do this whole thing. So imagine there's a mask if you guys are watching. So imagine there's like a mask, yes. and I go like this yes. with my eyes, like like I purposely check. I'm like, oh, I hope they know something. And I and I usually will do that, and I'll be like, hi, like I'll have that like high pitch high, um, to make sure yes, that yes. I'm in a good mood and everything else. So did you do a smart ass to anybody off the like you can think about? I no. mean, like I said, probably uh, we we did we did go out of town um, for a couple of days, and we had to board our dog right because they they didn't take dogs at the place we went. And someone asked me, like, my dog's name is Kevin, and somebody said somebody said, well, "Where's Kevin?" 
And I was like, well, she's at home, obviously. I mean, she's fending for herself. I taught her how to use the microwave. It's all good. <laughs> I love like, that. Yeah. I it's just, that drives me nuts, though. People are crazy. Like, do they never, ever leave? Like, I don't know. It's just so bizarre to me. So I hope you guys had fun with that one. But today, yes. we're going to be talking about Know Your Calling, which I think is a really good topic. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I knew we were going to be doing this topic. And so I was thinking about it. And I was thinking... You know, I don't really know still what I want to do when I grow up. I, I see yeah. this often. Yeah. Um, and, and I wonder if you're calling, you know, and I could obviously I'm just my just thought for today. I can change my mm -hmm. thought tomorrow. But, mm -hmm. you know, I wonder if your calling is something of, you know, it's constantly changing, right? Like I kind of feel like I want to do a sample platter. And I know we've talked about this in other shows. Yeah. But like, I really want to, to kind of try everything I can. Um, yes. And so I get really passionate about, like, no joke, I could be passionate. I remember being passionate about scrapbooking like 20 years ago. I remember like being passionate yeah. about tennis. I remember being passionate about golf. I remember, you know, being passionate about, and I still am passionate about acting. That one won't go away for some reason. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm passionate about healthy families. You know, I'm passionate about good food and good wine. Yeah. You know, yep. so I, I kind of feel like I think that your calling, it depends on the definition, but mm. I, I feel like you could have different subgroups and subcategories. Mm. I don't necessarily think it has to be one thing. Like, I don't think yeah. it's like, oh, like you're that. the best selling author and that's all you're allowed to be good at. Right. That's right. Like, that's right. I, I feel like your calling is anything that's in your heart where it's like, won't shut up and you want to either like learn it or, and maybe your calling is like different chapters too. Like maybe like this season, this is your calling and then you get really good at that. And then your next season is this. And, and I just feel like we don't have to, you know, keep us in one little box. That's just my yeah. And I like that. I like a lot of the things that you're saying here about, you know, where your, where your thoughts go. Right. And I feel like a lot of that, um, I, I feel a lot of that is happening right now with me. And, and in this season of my life, right? And that's another thing that you said. And I'm just picking out these keywords because yes, I, I turned 40 and all of a sudden I was like, I want to try comedy and I want to try improv. It's literally something that I had maybe thought about once or twice over the years. And all of a sudden in this season of my life, it has become such an important, big, lasting part of my life where a lot of my focus is is on is on the the comedy writing and improv and that sort of thing and I love it and I talk about it all the time and I feel like for this season of my life that's that's what I want to do and that's what I want to focus on and right now that's my that's where I feel like my passions lie um but if you talk to me you know in my in my 20s it was writing right or broadcast mm -hmm. journalism like I I wanted to, I wanted to write in different ways. And I never thought about comedy. I never thought about anything like that. But it was more like, you know, when I want to write novels, and I want to go into broadcast journalism and all of this stuff. And of course, life intervenes, and it kind of derails you from your path that you thought you were supposed to be on in this life, right? And takes you down little side avenues. And I feel like just all of those side avenues that I took and all of those choices that I made along my path to get to the age that I am now, the age and the season and the space that I'm currently existing in right now has changed me to the point where I'm like, I don't, I don't necessarily like, I would never want to be a broadcast journalism now. Like I would never want to be a, a journalist now. Um, I would much rather, I would much rather, um, you know, 
talk about comedy and talk about those kind of things that I'm doing right now. And, and um, I just kind of wonder, you know, where I'm going to be in 10, 20 years, you know, am I going to, am I going to start thinking about, cause I'll be at that retirement sort of almost retirement age. Right. And I think, am I going to get into gardening? And I've never been into gardening before. It seems to be something that a lot of retirees do. Am I going to want to like, I don't know, tour the United States in a motorhome? Never wanted to do that either. You know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it though. I, I want to know, cause you said that your, uh, your path has changed over the years too. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you think you got to where you are now? Well, I think for me, my son has really dictated in a lot of ways where my path is and, and really a lot of my life's work. And that's what I think is like, I have life's work and then I have a calling, right? So I don't necessarily think mm-hmm. my life's work so much is my quote unquote calling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe I, maybe it is a calling, maybe, the, maybe, and then I, you can choose to do it or not. Like someone's at the door, you can choose to answer it. You can choose not to answer it. Right. Um, but my son has really guided me towards what part of my life's work is, right. Which is helping families with autism, learn as much as I can about autism. You know, that is something I probably will do until there's no help needed. And I say that often mm-hmm. in my organization is that I'll be around for as long as it feels good. Um, I'll be around for unless unless there's no help needed, then I'll be like, you know, I joke about this too. you know, the yeah. person at the store doing a happy face on your receipt. Um, yeah. and, and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, so that's like a big chapter. And I don't think that's like, I actually think that's a, going to be a thread throughout my book is that, but I don't necessarily think that, you know, when I was three years old, is that my calling, right? Like I feel... Right. You know, I feel like there's another thread there with acting, which I do think does help with the organization that I do help run for autism because I've done a lot, a lot of speaking, hundreds and hundreds of speaking engagements. And if you didn't have that, you know, um, as I can't find my words right now to be a speaker, right? Like if you didn't have that kind of confidence to get on stage and mess up and say the wrong words and, and, you know, maybe there's 10 people in the audience and maybe there's 500 people in the audience, right? Um, You have to, to be okay with that. Well, how I was okay with that was I had that background of that common thread of with acting, getting up on stage, getting in front of the camera. Um, Doesn't mean you're not afraid still. It just means that you love it more than the fear. And so I think that that's part of that calling too, is do you want to do something more than you're afraid of? And I think most of us, we always Mm. have these thoughts of kind of like, we're so afraid to try something else, or we're so afraid what other people are going to think about us. And, you know, here's the thing, even with this podcast, you know, I was a little nervous. I'm always nervous to put out content um, because obviously I've done a lot of content on the autism side. This is something different. Um, however, you know, I know that those paths cross and, you know, I was nervous. I was like, gosh, what if they don't like it? What if we don't have mm. any listeners? What? And then I has had to say, I wanted to do it more than yeah. uh, the fear. And so, yeah. um, and I, you know, and I, I have a lot of fears, but I think that where your calling is, is what does your belly, and I always say this, what is my belly yelling at me for? You know, like, is my belly saying, do it, do it, do it. And my brain saying, ah, what are people thinking of you? <laughs> yeah. you know, like, listen to your belly because your belly is going to be the one of the regret. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what I think about when you're on your deathbed and you see this in a lot of like, you know, uh, different things you read, right? When people are dying, they're never regretting 
what they did for the mm. most part. Like mm-hmm. they say this some really bad, I guess, but like they're always regretting the things they didn't do. And I don't want to be that way. And you've probably heard me say this on other shows. When I'm 90, what am I going to think about this? And I always say that when I'm 90, yeah. what am I going to look back at? Because I don't want to say that I didn't try. And I yes. feel like yep. if, I, if I don't try, no matter what, I'm a failure. And if I do try, then no matter what, like I'm succeeding, you know? And so um, that's kind of how I feel at the season. Right now, I'm in a season of acting, which I love. Although, let me tell you, it still kicks my butt. If I don't get a call back, I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? Why did I not get a call back? What was wrong with me, you know? Um, but yet, I know it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean, though. I know, but but on that point, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not meant to do that. Yeah, maybe. Like the right thing I, yet. Yeah, or I also I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that that you're conditioning yourself to become a better version of what you need to be, right? So mm-hmm. maybe you didn't get a callback because you weren't on on top of your on your A game. You weren't bringing your A game that day or you maybe you just weren't what they were looking for right in the in the end but I think we're I think we're all meant to have those moments of failure and God knows that I've had those recently right with my with my writing and with improv like all of those things like I've had tangible moments of feeling like a failure right but I think I think the thing is that you have those tangible moments of feeling like a failure or failing or being rejected. And did you quit? No, right. You get right back and up you and did you try it again. Yeah. Totally. Yes. And, and I think, I think that really, really speaks to, is this something I'm meant to be doing with my life? Well, and I think if it also, right? it, you know, you're allowed to be tired. And I think a lot of times people will say, oh, if, if you, if it's not super fun or if it's not this, then you shouldn't do it. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. say that, at least from my experience. I'm yeah. going to be tired. I'm pretty much tired every single day of my life right now. Um, <laughs> I'm tired right now. I yeah. am. And, you know, I woke up early this morning. <laughs> I did my four miles. You know, I, like, do my very best, Amazing. you know. Um, yeah. I, you know, because I prioritize certain things. Um, and I think that's really also your calling. Like, what are you prioritizing? What excuses are you making? Mm. Because I think often mm. it's easy to say. And trust me, I'm great at that because for years – Honestly, I can actually give you the exact number of years. It was close to 14 years. I made the excuse that I couldn't go back to the thing I wanted to do because my son had autism. And in some reason, Mm -hmm. I thought in my head that I had to push Mm -hmm. pause on the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And, And I think often that's what we're doing. We're not looking at the calling, what's yelling in our belly. We're pushing pause on our life and we're making the excuse of, but really, here's what the really thing is for me at least. And maybe this might be like this aha moment for you guys listening. Maybe this might resonate with you. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But the aha moment for me was, huh, I'm blaming this thing. Like basically I can't because, right? I'm pushing pause on the thing that I really want to do. That means I'm going to regret it when I'm 90 because I didn't try it. Mm -hmm. But really what it comes down to is fear. It comes down to what am I afraid of? I'm totally. afraid that I'm going to get rejected. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm afraid people are going to laugh at me because they're going to say, Oh, look at huh, 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 She tried. She didn't get it, you know, kind of thing. But here's the thing, guys, you get one life. That's it that we know of. Yeah. Okay. If there's more cool, then we'll be surprised. But like, you know, we get this one life that we know of right now as you, as your human being self right now. And if we don't go after everything, like 
that is on that sample. Like I always love when you go to a restaurant and I do like, if, unless it's seafood, cause I hate seafood, but like everything else on that, like appetizer thing. And I'm like, Ooh, I want that. I want that. I want that. <laughs> and you know, it's like, I feel like our life should yeah. really be about that and not be afraid. Cause here's the cool thing. Yeah. When you've tried something on the sampler, just think about this. Think about we've all got the sample platter. And if you haven't, you haven't lived. Okay. So <laughs> do, that, do that first and then figure out your calling. But like, you know, you get this sampler thing and you're not going to like everything on the sampler platter. You're just not. There's going to be things you're like, yes, I'm so going to order that. And like in the full size entree or yeah, eh, yeah. I'm glad I tried it. I can now say not a big fan of fried green tomatoes right. you know right. whatever it is right um and <laughs> how, so, how, how dare you by the way know, how dare I you do, by the way I do like fried green tomatoes <laughs> it just came out in my head um but like yeah I, you know we don't have a lot of options here for those but yeah um but you know I, I have had them they're delish but anyways off topic but either way you know you just want to you want to try as much as you can and I think that's the calling and really talk to yourself and let your let your inner thoughts, the ones that you're just like, you're so afraid to look at, like maybe you've always wanted to run a marathon and maybe it doesn't have to be like this whole end all be yeah. all calling. Maybe it's like that one thing, like, oh, I'll have a checkoff list. I think of it almost like a bucket list, but like, maybe it's that one thing like, oh, I can't do it. I can't run. Well, okay. Start walking. Maybe you walk the marathon at first, you know, maybe you do half a marathon. Maybe you do a 5k, whatever that is. Right. It could be that, oh man, I always wanted a brand new car, you know, and you like, I, I couldn't do it. I can't, I, I'm not that person. What, whatever the reason is, or I want to write a book and you and I've had this conversation about your book, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you had your thought of your, in your brain of how it had to be. And yep. you had to like kind of change the kind of uh, yeah. journey yeah. of how that was going to look. Mm -hmm. Now at the end of the day, the result is you have a book, which Every is really book. cool. Okay. It's being published. Yeah. And, and it, but it was very humbling, right? Cause it's, cause the, the, the path that I thought it was going to take, right. In my mind, I had this whole thing, this whole story that was playing out like a movie in my mind, how it was going to go. And it did not go that way. And it completely threw me off. And I gave myself, you know, a couple of days to throw a hissy fit. Right. Um, recently I tried out for a global improv group and I got denied. Right. And I was like, Oh, I'm so bummed about it. I gave myself a couple of days to just feel sad for myself. And now I'm over it where I'm like, well, it just wasn't meant to be right. But it doesn't mean I'm going to quit. It just means I'm going to go find another, another place to do improv, right? Like, well, when one door closes, and this is so true, and it's such a cheesy kind of saying because we've heard it so many times, but yeah. it's such a true saying. When one door closes, it just means another door is open. Yes. But it also means, you know, and we've heard this from Jesse Itzler, but like, how do you get yourself invited to the table, right? Like, how do you get yourself yep. invited? How do you get your seat at the table? You know, and I'm probably misquoting yep. that, so I apologize. But th that's the gist of it, right? And I love yeah that to think about that. Okay. So maybe, maybe not this season, you're going to, maybe you still want to be in that improv group and that is your calling, but now you have to work harder to figure out how to get there. Right. So maybe. Totally. Like, and I'm totally you know, okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, totally I love okay that. that. So what is yeah, your calling? I think do you, I'm have good. A, do you have a calling? Like what is your, do you have multiple calling? I, I don't see it. And that's the thing. Like, can you, because I feel like, I feel like right now I might have multiple callings and I feel a lot of the time when I'm thinking about what I want to do with my life and with the season, I almost feel like I have split personalities because I'm like, <laughs> on the one hand, 
right? It's quite possible. There are a lot of voices in here. On the one hand, it's like, do I want to like be a published author? Is that is that the path that I want to do? Is that what I want to do? And on the other hand, it's like, well, do I want to be a comedian and like go into sketch comedy and do improv and, you know, do have that going on in my life? And it's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> to both. And why not I check all of above? Check all that apply. You know what I mean? There's all these yeah. little check boxes. And so maybe that's where we're going to end it with this is that check all that apply when it comes to your calling. Yes. And here's the cool thing. You can actually add yes. more boxes and fill in the blanks, which I love. And I think that's just so awesome. So what is our, right. our what's our RX yes. for the... Yes. Yeah. So the RX for this week is a journal about the things that you're thinking about the most. Right. And I have a couple of questions to add to that as you were talking. So anything that is, is telling you like in your gut, like when you're leading with your gut and you're in, you're feeling it in your gut, write about those things. Right. Um, uh, talk about like in your journal, what you're prioritizing in your life. What are those things that you're making a priority? Talk about the excuses that you're making for not following those things and talk about what you're afraid of. And I feel like if you answer those questions honestly with yourself and you are the only one who's going to read this journal, it's just for you. Um, I feel like you're going to you're going to get closer to finding out what you exactly what you want to be doing with your life. This has been an awesome show. I love seeing you. I love you so much. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you want to keep listening to us um, and getting amazing gems from Kristen, I know I do. You can follow oh, us. Just me. Um, no, <laughs> you can follow us. You can find uh, find all of our podcast uh, links on our website. It's www.supermommd.org, or you can find us on Apple, Spotify. Pandora, iHeartRadio, all of the above. And you can also go and look at our videos on YouTube if you would like to see her gorgeous face. Um, we love you guys so <laughs> much. Like Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to see our COVID hair right now, definitely. But yes, I love, love, love this show with you, Shauna. I think it's great. And I'm excited about this journaling thing. And guys, when you are doing the journal, one thing I'm going to point out it doesn't have yeah. to be like super long that sometimes mm -hmm. people get a little freaked out about journaling a line it, right a it, line. literally it yeah. could just be what's in your mind and that's it and and it could be five pages it could be a one little sentence you know that's right whatever that's that right. looks like so all right I you guys it. until I love you time. love you we love you we love you and you and you all right bye you guys till next week bye thank you so much for tuning in to super mom md Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next week as we continue to keep it real about all the ups and downs of motherhood. <laughs> this is definitely not your mother's podcast.